I think we're ready to go. You boys ready to start? I, I, I think yeah. I am. Excellent. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a show where we talk about how to game on a budget. Um, and real quick, before I... Actually, let me introduce my co-host real quick. With me is Mr. Green Elite. How you doing, Green? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Danny? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, Revsven, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I am fantastic. So I, I have some shout outs and plugs and stuff, but I, I was kind of thinking today as uh, I was getting stuff ready for the podcast. Um, you know, we talk about this game or for this show being uh, for gamers on a budget. And I, and I got a little bit of an awakening this week as to or just a reminder as to why I decided to go that uh, specific angle. Cause I could just talk about fucking games uh, on a podcast, but specifically for a budget in which, you know, I got hit by another just inconvenient car repair that ended up costing me uh, $260. I had to get my uh, windshield wiper motor replaced because um, you can't drive in Iowa in the winter or in the spring or summer or fall basically ever without working windshield wipers, um, in which, the, the you know, $260, it's an inconvenience to me kind of a major inconvenience but it's not a death sentence um and for some people it is some people who you know need a vehicle to drive to get to work on time you know that can be a major could be a major purchase if they're falling on hard times and we hope that here we help save you guys some money and um that's our goal to help you guys decide you know entertainment is a minor part of your finances but it's an important part of your finances because you can't just uh you know live your life uh working and sleeping you need something to decompress and we hope uh, our goal here is to help you guys um make good financial decisions in terms of your entertainment every week uh so hopefully you guys enjoy the show and hopefully you guys can get some uh, get some of that out of there um we do have i do want to do some shout outs and plugs real quick before the show actually starts uh one shout out to sid alpha who put out his last day of dragons video uh this last weekend um he did a lot of great work on those videos it's really eye-opening for uh what he did he deserves all the support and applause for those videos uh so go check him out over on youtube um congratulations to our friend elliot argues you might see him in the live chat tonight um he's also gonna be our guest next week he does a show called tessa and elliot argue where he does he does a podcast with his wife that is absolutely hilarious and they are celebrating one year uh doing that show so go check him out and check out his other podcast budget arcade um and then one announcement that I wanted to do before the show, before we got into the meat and potatoes of the show, uh, is that we are sponsoring Dead Shatter and Zero, who uh, we, as a podcast, I should say, uh, he is um, an esports uh, i racing uh, player. Um, he currently races under the team SWA Motorsports uh, in the SYM TV League. Um, so you guys can find him over at Twitter at NT, or I'm sorry, that's an old, uh, Twitter handle for ourselves. You can find him over at Twitter at dead shatter. That's D A D C H A D R O N. And you guys can see a sexy, sexy car with that awesome NTN logo on it. 
which uh, we watched and kept up with some with his race on Saturday. You know, uh, and he did uh, fairly well for the first for the first race of the league. Green. It was phenomenal. Yeah. 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 I mean, he started at uh, like 32 in the pole and pushed his way up to seventh or eighth and was holding there for a good while. Like, kudos to that guy. Like, and this is like legitimate, like an actual VR race. Like, you're in the seat of this car and. It's like an actual 120 lap race. I I don't know if I had the patience to sit there <laughs> for a whole 120 laps plus cautions and shit to do that. Like I, I don't know. I don't think I could just sit there and. Whew. Yeah. So that was it was phenomenal. Those, uh, those penalties from speeding in the pit and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. It it runs like an actual NASCAR race. Um, it, like I said, it's the iRacing simulator game. Um, and he's got, because I, I know Dead Shadow personally, and I've seen his setup, you know, he's got the wheel and the pedals and the VR setup, everything. It's super realistic. I've played a little bit of it um, over on his rig, and it's very impressive. Um, which So we will announce whenever he does the races live. Uh, so make sure that you guys follow us on Twitter or Instagram or anywhere else. Um go follow uh and make sure you go follow dead chatter and zero who actually just popped up in the uh, twitch chat um links will be in the description of the podcast episode if you're on youtube or on the audio only feeds um we'll make sure that you guys uh see that stuff down there as well um but let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show here uh rev you built a new pc Let's hear about it. Uh, first, let's talk about uh, what your build is and what it roughly cost you. Other okay, than your so, sanity. <laughs> other than my sanity. Okay, because that was the greatest cost. So uh, I'm currently running a um, – it's a X, what, X470 motherboard. I looked over here like it was still sitting on the floor. It's been here for so long. Um, it's an X470 motherboard with an AMD Ryzen 7 2700X processor with the Wraith cooler. Um I've got a uh, an NVIDIA what is, uh, 1070 in there, four sticks of four gig RAM, which I am going to be upgrading to four sticks of eight gig in the future. Uh, and then just a 750 watt, you know, power supply. But it, uh, but my, I'm, I'm a big fan of the case itself because it's a, it's a Corsair Obsidian 750D airflow edition. It's a thick boy. Like I was able to move stuff around in there without having to unplug anything. <laughs> There's so much room. It's not got all your fancy RGB lights or anything because I'm in this closet. Who's going to see it? You know, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm running. And honestly, the cost of it wasn't too high. Um, cause all I actually paid for was the processor, um, the case, the power supply and the motherboard, everything else, you know, the Ram, the, the graphics card, um, stuff like that was donated to me and other people helped uh actually essentially kind of fundraise certain parts for me um so all in all i probably only paid like maybe four or five hundred dollars total in this thing which and, uh, which and for a, a pc build <laughs> which for for building a pc that's pretty cheap yeah, it would have been a hundred bucks cheaper, but uh, I I did have to buy the power. Some, somebody donated me a power supply, but it was bad, so I had to buy a new one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was uh, it was not 
not the funnest of times. This has been a long time coming. It has been like eight months in the works. I think I bought the case like eight months ago and then things just kept coming up and kept happening and I wasn't able to get parts and, uh, and finally things started coming together. And then I got the, I got it all put together. I put, I, by the way, I put it all together myself. Um, I, I watched a tutorial and put it all together. And when I went and flipped that switch and it didn't come on, my heart sank. I was like, you know what? I'm done. Screw it. No, Xbox ain't done me like this. I'm no, <laughs> I'm going to stick with that. And I was like, ah, oh, no, I better, I better get to work. And I figured out that it was just the power supply. So I was able to replace it. Um, it's just, it was a, it was a process. Yeah. And a scary one at that. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that a lot of the stuff was donated to you, but for the parts that you did pick and the parts that you did buy, um, mm-hmm. what resources did you use and what, you know, uh, you even mentioned, um, you know, you built it yourself. You watched a video, talk about like some of the resources, the websites, the YouTube channels, however you decided to go about the decision-making process. Uh, what were some of those uh, resources? Um, well, I used, you know, PC part picker and, uh, the reviews that you see on a lot of their stuff, uh, to kind of at least pick out what I would need for what I do. Um, and when somebody offered, I, I was going to originally get an RX 580, uh, or 590, sorry, uh, for the graphics card. And, uh, it, and I, yeah, it was, it was going to be plenty for what I needed, but somebody reached out and was like, Hey man, I've got this 1070. It works fine. I had it for a month and decided to upgrade. Uh, would you like it? I'm like, yeah, how, how, how much you want for it? He's like, just consider it a birthday gift. I'm like, well, it's, you know, February, my birthday was a long time. Okay. Yeah. Let, yeah I ain't going to question it. Let's go. Um, and so that was like, that was, that was kind of, uh, the big deal or the, the big, um, resource I used was, was PC part picker. Um, you know, I, I looked at, I, I'm going to do a lot of video editing and stuff like that. And I heard, I, I was reading the AMD is better for stuff like, you know, video editing and streaming while gaming and all that. So, uh, and after talking to green, I actually, you know, kind of leaned more towards the AMD route. I'm glad I did. I really, I really like it. Um, also I scored my processor on black Friday, uh, managed to get the whole thing brand new shipped and all for just, uh, I think it was like 127 shipping tax and all so that was i thought that was a pretty good deal um i even used black friday to get uh my keyboard which is i'll show you i'll show you it's a uh it's it's a mage g mark one mechanical keyboard it's it's little but it's pretty um and it was originally like 120 dollars or something like that and i paid like 15 dollars for it it was a it was like a 20 minute flash sale that somebody got a notification on they were like hey you still need a keyboard? I'm like, yeah, here, get this. Hurry. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Those 60 percenters are really nice too. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying I, it actually. I wish I got a 60 percent because I've got a full size or razor. Shinosha. I can't get it up that high. I can't get it up, <laughs> uh, but it's full size. It's bulky. So <clears throat> having like a 60 percent is, is super nice. I'm eventually going to invest in a couple 60 percenters. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so. a, I mean, it, it's nice. It's definitely a space saver. And of course I still have, you know, my stream deck that I've had for all this time that I haven't been able to use because my old laptop couldn't run it while mm-hmm. streaming. Um, and I was also given an Alienware mouse, which is doing, doing just fine so far, but I did go out and buy a, um, a Corsair mat, you know, or well, I say mouse pad. It's more like a doormat sitting here. Oh, um, yeah, one of the extended mouse pads. 
yeah, was not anticipating. My webcam, my coffee, my mouse, keyboard, and stream deck are all sitting on it. And they're still, it, part of it's hanging off the desk. I mean, like, what, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. And I was like, oh, this is 20 bucks. This looks like it'll be fine. Nope. Well, should have, should have pumped the brakes on that one, kid. But uh, no, I, I needed something like that because of the just the sound my mouse sliding across this particle board desk was making. It was just too much. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, long story short, a lot of my resources were PC part picker and friends reaching out whenever they saw flash sales. Like, hey, here's your chance. Get it. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I had some other questions here that I wanted to ask you. Just some fun, fun questions. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any, like, frustrations putting it together? Actually taking everything and slotting it in and all that stuff? You know, aside from just being nerve a nervous wreck because I've never done it before, um, I, I didn't really have a lot of frustrations. I, I think it was just the the caffeine, but my hands were kind of shaking real bad. I was like, am I nervous or am I just overly caffeinated? Um, but now the process itself actually went pretty smooth. You know, the the, the guy in the YouTube video was um real concise in in his explanation of everything because I actually, you know, it was uh it was one about installing that exact same motherboard and all of the stuff with it so it was like oh okay cool you know it's going to be exactly what i need uh to get going and so everything was really good and i was i was super excited until until i plugged it in and i hit that power switch and all i heard was a yeah and yeah then then all the frustration and everything came bearing down on me and i i threw stuff i cussed i didn't but i wanted to <laughs> i was like i was like Honey, take the kids and go to your sister's. The house may not be here when you get back. No. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, the, the kind of crummy thing about working on computers as opposed to like cars is all the screwdrivers and other tools that you have are just eeny meeny little things. So they're not satisfying to throw. <laughs> right. Well, luckily, the, well, the only uh, the only screwdriver I had to have, like actually the only tool that I had to have for all of this was just a standard Phillips screwdriver that was all it required and yeah. it almost got thrown like into the wall i was i was gonna stab it but i was like you know what i may stab like an electrical wire i don't want to die over this computer <laughs> and then i was like okay maybe i do ah no uh <laughs> so i got two things uh the first thing how did it feel how did your heart feel the first time you were pushing in that graphics card into that pci slot are you talking about whatever I was like getting really nervous because it was it, it's like the kind of a push? Yeah, you really got to give it a nice little push before, and then it clip that PCI uh, clip actually Clicks. locks in and you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there, yeah, there's there's a little bit. I, I think I think during the whole process, you ever see those movies where it's like, do I cut the red wire or the blue wire? It like <laughs> zooms in on the guy's face and he's sweat and heavy. That was that was about a, a pretty good accurate representation. Um, the only thing was like when I was pushing it, it you have to push it kind of hard to get it in there. And I'm sitting there like, what? am I doing this right? Is it going to break? Like what's happening? Right. And then finally that I was watching that clip the whole time. And when it went click, I was like, oh. all right. Yeah. That's not <laughs> the only in. thing in life you have to do that with, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, you're absolutely right. It's very nerve nerve wracking and you have to push real hard and slow. It's, and, it, and if you, if you go a little too fast, something's going to break and it's, you know, <laughs> And it just ends up a mess things for everybody. Come out, things come out bent and disformed. It's not a good time. <laughs> or you push too hard, something <laughs> breaks, and then nine months later, you got yourself a real mess. <laughs> <laughs> because um, it takes that long to usually like raise the funds for a new grant, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, that's actually a really 
good question green because that's a nerve-wracking if it's your first pc oh build i still get nervous uh when i take when like i had to reseat my my graphic my gpu uh into the pcie express slot uh recently and just reseating it got me like uh, right and like i'm like touching every like little metal bit to discharge all my static and stuff and i'm like <sighs> All right. Terrifying. Yeah, no, Terrifying. it's a, it is a nerve-wracking part of the PC build cuz you it's a computer. You think you want that like, you need to be like super delicate with it and you you need to be delicate, but you also need to be, you know, actually firm and assertive. Firm yeah, and assertive. For, yeah. Yeah, that that's that's firm a fair and one. Assertive. Yeah. Whenever I was uh whenever I was installing the RAM, it was like that. I was like, "All right, so yeah, cuz you know, sometimes when you install that RAM, you got to give it that good old push too until mm -hmm. until it clicks down." So I'm like, "Man, is this a ddr3 and not a d what is going on here and uh, and then of course you got your you know you're installing your cpu and you have to that's where you got to be a little more delicate you're like oh make sure it's lined up and slotted right and everything yeah. and then I, I will say i thought i broke it right out the gate because the um the little backing plate that the cooler screws into mm -hmm. it's not secured in there it's just in there for you you know you secure it to the board with the cooler essentially i was like what did I just break? No, no. <laughs> did I realize oh. that's all it was? I was like, what oh, kind of cooler God. do you have in there? Is it a stock cooler? Oh uh, yeah, it's well, it's yeah, it's the yeah. one that came with the uh, the CPU, the Wraith cooler. It's got really good yeah, reviews. Does um, it? I had a lot of good, a lot of friends that know a lot about computers actually say it's. A, I mean, it's a actually a pretty good cooler. It, it is. It's it's definitely better than the the stock one that comes with the twenty five hundred X. Yeah, I do have a twenty six hundred X. I'll have this yeah. heat sink cooler that somebody sent to me just in case, but yeah, I don't know what yeah. I don't know what to do with this. It either. looks like a Noctua, maybe or a hyper. Oh, I'm not sure. I have a I have a hyper cooler. Um, in installing those or installing that uh, caused me all sorts of problems because it was the the one I have. You know, it's one of the ones that has like aluminum fins, and then you snap the uh, fan on the side. Mm. And I really struggled because it has like this like scissor mounting. And so, you know, you, you put the scissor mounting in and then, you know, you put your, um, you put your, uh, thermal paste in and just like, you, you know, you don't want the thermal paste to really get outside of the bounds of the, of the cooler, uh, interfacing with the, um, with the CPU. And so it would just like kind of slip and slide as I tried to tighten it down. And I'm like, shit, you know, there's like, thermal paste kind of leaking out the side here and it took me a couple tries uh to get my get my uh cooler mounted uh my heat sink mounted properly um here's my other question for you yeah i have something very similar to that what's it yeah, say on it yeah. cooler master cooler master oh yeah that's exactly what i have yeah i mean it looks like it hadn't even been used yet so i guess at least i had this on standby just in case but yeah this is intimidating this looks like it goes in a car oh you should see the new the new corsair coolers uh massive they they're huge they're almost there's a, another brand um that came out with this like monstrosity of a cube mm -hmm. it's like a big ass cube of just metal fins and heat pipes <laughs> um and it's it's been all up on online this so yeah uh, um so my next question for you padre was mm -hmm. other than the os and the antivirus what were the first things you installed on that pc uh the very first thing i installed on this pc was um 
you know, and I, you know, the, the drivers and whatnot, but, um, steam, steam was the very first thing I installed. And then after that was, uh, actually the first game I installed was not for broadcast. Cause I want to redo that with mm-hmm. the better processing power yeah. now. Uh, I can actually tell you like what I installed in order was not for broadcast paladins, dauntless CSGO. God help me with that one. Uh, sundered, which I will be reviewing in a couple of weeks. Um, and then Broomstick League Aeolus Tournament, which are two pre-release games that I'm going to try out. Uh, Apex, and then my uh, OBS Studios after that. I was like, I'm getting all my gaming stuff in, and then I'm going to start working on my stream stuff. Yeah. I think I had this thing for like four days before I ever ever even started streaming on it. I think yeah, it was mm. like a full four days. I was like, geez. Yeah. I was chomping at the bit like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to just do subliminal subliminal uh, noise bits <laughs> and just quietly Destiny 2 yeah that one that one still has not been installed yet <laughs> and by the way um, for any of you out there that are not already on PC beware of how many flipping game launchers you're going to have to download oh yeah yeah oh my god I was not warned of this so I've got you know, so far I got Battle.net steam uh origin and epic and then i was like all right cool and somebody's like oh yeah you forgot uh you play you forgot um whatever the one tarkov is on you forgot mm-hmm. bethesda i'm like you know what i'm good i'm you, i'm done i've got all i need right now you know you if the, you uh, listen to games too <laughs> the rockstar oh, games God. um you know if you listen to the podcast before uh you guys came on you know you you'd know that we talked about gog galaxy as well and how that's going to be like a universal launcher you're also forgetting the xbox launcher <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that one actually came it came already installed on it because I opened yeah. it up and uh, started downloading some of my some of the Game Pass games since my Game Pass carried over. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of launchers on PC. It is absolutely ridiculous. Um y'all just need to put y'all's differences aside. Uh well, GOG <laughs> Galaxy, I think it's still in beta. Um, that's going to be like a universal launcher that GOG is putting out, um, where it'll just have everything right there. It'll auto detect all the games, I think. Oh, don't forget that discord is technically a launcher now too. Um, <clears throat> uh, I did. Yeah. I, oh, wait, have I downloaded discord yet? Oh, there's also said, the Amazon prime game. We're on it. If you're, if you're doing your, uh, Twitch, if you're doing Twitch prime games, Amazon prime has its own launcher as well. <laughs> Oh my god! You know what? No, I'm good. I'm good. Epic better come correct because I am done. <laughs> um, I here's the problem is that uh, I just in like our conversation about getting all these fucking launchers, I keep coming up with new ones. They they don't need to come up with new ones. I well no, I just keep coming up with ones that I remember are like a thing. Oh, that are already in existence? Yes, because... It's like Netflix and Hulu, to be perfectly honest. Like, yeah. It's the same concept. Like, each game is on... At least there's only two of those. (laughs) And then you have your HBO Go and your... your CBS Plus. You have your Disney Plus. I'm sorry. I'm offended you guys didn't mention Crackle in there. Crackle, Crackle. <laughs> uh, VRV, Crackle, Crackle is the minesweeper. Okay, it's its own thing. <laughs> Verve, Crunchyroll. I I do use Pluto TV. I will say, I, it's Pluto TV is not bad. 
It's not bad. It, if you just uh, it's wanna... really good for kickboxing. If you like glory kickboxing, didn't, crackle. Didn't I tell just as a very quick tangent? Didn't I also tell you about uh, Combat Go, which is um, you all... did? And I couldn't find it. Really? It's on the Roku channel. We have to find. I'm gonna have to. Find... <laughs> Wait, is that a channel within the Roku thing, or yeah, is it an actual the, Roku channel? It, it's within the Roku software itself, like the actual Roku mm, channel. Gotcha. That's why I didn't find it. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, anything else on Rob's PC build that we want to talk about? Anything about the process? Any questions I didn't ask? Green? I, I have uh, the scariest moment. I just want to bring up the scariest moment I've ever PC build. <laughs> Um, and it wasn't actually my own PC build. Mm. Um, my friend Elite Pony, uh, for Christmas this year, he got his wife got him, well, not wife, girlfriend, got him a Z390, uh, the 1151 LGA socket, the new 3300 uh, series. Well, not new, but relatively new. Um, and. He comes to me the next day after he opens it. And he's like, "Dude, I have to, I have to get a CPU for this. I need, and I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to upgrade. It's been six years." I'm like, "Well, how, how big you want to go?" And he's like, "I want nine nine. So he bucks up and he purchases this five hundred dollar i nine ninety nine hundred K. He he wants me to help him put it together. He gets it in. I come over. We're trying to figure out how to get this goddamn Intel CPU out of this box because it comes in a a literal hexagon cube. It literally looks like an engram from Destiny Two. It does. It's like a dodecahedron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it looks like a D20. We finally, well, we finally figured this thing out. We pull this fucker out out right, but when you pull it out of the case. It's not wrapped inside there. The box is loose. So I picked the box up that the CPU is in. Bloop. CPU falls right out. Half the box comes out with it. So thank God it lands on the box. The, the box side down. Not the CPU down, box side down. I have never been more afraid in my entire life over anything by dropping a $500 CPU on the ground. Calling you <laughs> and it wasn't even there. Um, yeah, like, I, that's literally I, after I'm like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> you got some extra <laughs> shorts. I have pooed myself in this, fear. <laughs> I guess maybe this won't work because I don't have it on autofocus. This is the shape of the i9 boxes. It looks like a fucking D20 from a Dungeons and Dragons uh, dice set. It, yeah. So mm -hmm. I uh, I actually had somebody send me a video that was that it actually ended up making me more nervous installing mine because they were it was a video of somebody actually you know showing how to install stuff and everything they pick up this motherboard and didn't have the CPU locked down and so they turn and the CPU just falls on the ground you hear like the the metal thud on the ground it's just like he just freezes and that was where the video ended I'm like did I really need that right now could you have not. <laughs> No, I was like, you was know what? I'm doing this over video. <laughs> uh, he, he he has ruined multiple <laughs> multiple CPUs, like bust up the pins from just dropping Linus Tech Tips. Like, like the, um... the <laughs> Linus Tech Tips, don't do this. Yeah, like the uh, ten thousand dollar. 
<laughs> fucking CPU he was using to make like a multiple uh, editing station PC. The Epic. It was yeah. the uh, Rome Epic. Yeah, that. And he had to buy another one. <laughs> and he ended up buying like three of them total. Because he was uh, doing like a dual CPU thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the worst video and something I don't know if you've seen yet, Rev, but you should definitely take a look at is the the verge pc build oh it's yeah. the I haven't seen best that. that is such a it is best worst advice for building a pc on the planet yeah huh. it it's you'll watch it now after building a pc and you'll understand why the verge got shat on yeah. absolutely shat on for he, months he used, after that video came out it's like yeah. a full tablespoon of thermal paste like <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch these now. See, oh, and, and I'll say, like, after building my own, you know, getting it all put together and everything, it may, it made me actually like start to question, like, why do people pay other people to do this? Because it was actually like, once you get through it all, you realize, wow, that was actually really simple. Yeah, you're That's literally a, a YouTube, a YouTube video like, away. Everything's moving more modular um, in the PC industry. Versus- like 10 years ago it was a lot more difficult to put these pcs together yeah mm. everything everything's moving into a lot more modular design like the motherboard used to be like you had to do a whole bunch of shit to it and, and programming and now it's just drop it in good to go yeah yeah it was it was Fantastic. super like it like like i said if you're on your first go it's a little nerve-wracking whenever you're sitting there like shoving that you know that graphics card in there or you're sitting there you know, having to try to be real meticulous with your screws and everything. But once you, once you get the feel for it, you're like, wow, this is, this took me like an hour. Like why, why is this, if people pay people lots of money to do this, I'm like, Hey, maybe I'll start charging people to build their PCs for them. Yeah. It's like somebody buy me some McNuggies and I'll, I'll build your PC. <laughs> and I'll, <laughs> McNuggies and I want the barbecue sauce too, motherfucker. Don't you forget my barbecue sauce. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you a brief, you, you were talking about brief tangents. I got to go with this real quick. The McDonald's yeah. in my town, for some reason, never, I like the signature sauce that you can order for dipping. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Mac sauce, but not quite. Mm-hmm. For some reason, 10 times in a row, I would say, I want these McNuggies with a signature sauce and I would get it with literally no sauce. I'm like, so your signature is nothing. What? <laughs> and I got so frustrated. Oh my God. And there's uh, sorry. It just, McNuggies <laughs> need sauce. If you eat dry McNuggies, you are a criminal. Did you, did your McDonald's have the spicy Szechuan sauce came out? You mean the glorified teriyaki? Yeah. Yeah. That was fantastic. I don't I, care what I anyone says. The Mulan <laughs> spicy Szechuan sauce. Rick and Morty brought it back. I know. And, and, and I, that's all fine and dandy, but God was bless. Tasty. It was literally, the, it was like Carl's Jr. teriyaki sauce is all it was. I, I genuinely enjoyed it. <laughs> it was better than the sweet and sour sauce. So That can confirm. So you enjoyed the teriyaki sauce, the, the essentially green light. Uh, did you enjoy the NVIDIA GeForce Now service? That's uh, the best segue oh. I've ever heard. <laughs> Boom! Segwaying into the NVIDIA GeForce. Uh, so now that we're pushing on to the NVIDIA GeForce review by the one and only Mr. Green Elite, uh, that's how you segue, <clears throat> Danny. Except uh, so, on Instagram, there's another Mr. Green Elite, but <laughs> we're not we're not discussing that guy. Uh, so last week we were talking about the NVIDIA GeForce Now, um, which dropped 
I believe last week, right? Yeah, it came out of um, beta last week or the week before. Mm-hmm. So relatively new service. Um, I decided to actually give it a try um, that that day, that night after the podcast last week. Um, and uh, especially since it's a free service uh, and you don't have to pay anything for it. I mean, that is the, you know, absorbent of being free. Um, I wanted to give it a go. So I downloaded it while we were actually doing talking about it on my phone. Um, it took a, a few, a few things to get it set up. Um, to, I had to log into my steam and my origin. Uh, so I thought, um, I got on it after we were done doing the podcast. I set it up with my PlayStation 4, like a spare PlayStation 4 controller I had left over. Uh, it was rough. It was very, very rough when I first tried it. Um, the the latency with the controller that I had was god-awful. However, a couple days later, I decided to give it another shot. I tried the overlay control that came with the program or the app on my phone and it was a night and day difference. Uh, so I thought I'll try a different controller. I swapped it out with a more used PS4 controller that I had upstairs. Um, and latency, as long as you're getting a good reception with your Wi-Fi, actually very much improved the experience overall. Um, so I've actually been using it uh, more frequently. I haven't really gotten to like a full steady hour each time I sit down to it. I, I, I was doing it at work when I had free time um, on my lunch break and stuff like that. Um, the latency generally improved. I don't know if it was just because of the controller or if it was my internet connection, what have you. But it was very negligible on the amount of latency that actually came from my controller or movement after that first initial time. Um, so I'm actually going to change my stance on this. Uh, originally, I was very, I would say, against it, unless it was for the right person. However, if you're someone like me who has a full-size desktop PC, um, I got rid of my laptop. So um, for something that's more mobile, um, and you don't actually have to purchase any new games or anything like that. You don't have to, you know, do any registration rights through a whole different launcher. Um, all the games are the same games that you're using. Um, it's fantastic for mobile. Um, is it a competition system where I could get on my phone and, and play a competition match of Apex? Absolutely not. But, I mean, if you're just going on... Uh, going out of town for the weekend, going to family members, they, you know, they have good Wi-Fi. Um, you take your PlayStation controller with you, hook it up to your Android phone. You can play that same PC level game on your phone and, and still have a decent time playing it. Um, I am considering doing the $5 uh, a month just to try it out, just to see if there's like a, a noticeable difference with the queue times and stuff like that. But I'm actually guilty pleasurely enjoying it more than I thought I would. 
especially since that latency really smoothed out. So that's you said that's you're doing that from your mobile to like with a with a controller plugged into your phone. Yes. Yeah. Um, they did have some recommended controllers um, site, um, which was one we actually talked about um, for CES. Um, the Razer Raiju, right? And then the Razer Raiju. The Razer, I think, Hell, uh, Jungle Cat, mm-hmm. the, which both of those controllers are not cheap whatsoever. Um, the Steel Series Status Duo, um, the and there was another one. Um, if you are interested in getting a different controller than the one that you have, which I wouldn't recommend anyways, because you already have that controller and. And the whole purpose of this is for, you know, budget. Um, I would recommend at least looking into the Steel Series one because that one on Amazon is like thirty bucks. The biggest part with that though is the your phone doesn't clip to that controller without a separate special clip that goes on that controller, which is another ten bucks. So. Um, but if you have a PS4 controller or an Xbox controller, you can always just Bluetooth it with your with your phone anyways. So I mean, why not do that that way? So you didn't get to uh you didn't get to test it out with like a, a laptop or anything, just just on mobile? I tried to do it on my work computer and I it allowed me to download the program, but the firewall with my with the ISP would not allow me to play the game. <laughs> so I tried. You did I, your damnedest. Well, once it gave me the ping, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I, have, I have my laptop spare here now, so I can actually give it a shot on laptop, see how it all plays, and yeah, talk about you just that next log into, Either log into it. Uh, if you already have a G, you can log into it like that, or if you, you can make an account, it's free to make the account. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll give you the option to do the the free one or the five dollar a month one um then you go from there log into your like you you'll give you your your list of options and you just search the game that you want to play so you have like let's say you wanted to play apex so you you search apex or if it's on the home screen you click it um and then it'll take you to your origin login like it'll connect to that stream or the the source pc first so you connect to that source one, log into your origin from there, and then you just click play. And then it you know, it plays the game on the source PC, sends the information to whatever you're playing it on. The biggest yeah. thing is the the connection speed that you have from um what you're playing on to that source PC. So it, it it as far as I'm aware, it does not recommend you do Wi-Fi or uh, uh, standard like non-Wi-Fi on your phone. Sally, the data, yeah. So I'm yeah. gonna apologize real quick to the viewers. It seemed like my uh, internet connection or my upload speed just kind of dipped there real quick. Um, everything should be okay now. Um, sorry, Green. Continue. No, you're fine. The internet doesn't want to hear me talk. <laughs> uh where was i uh so the cellular data it doesn't like you playing 
um it, it doesn't look like it recommends it at all um it will give you if you're on a 2.5 gigahertz wi-fi connection it will tell you it runs better on a 5 gigahertz but it will allow you to play it on the 2.5 um so the biggest thing is that connection speed that you have because of the latency with what you input in the control sending to the source pc sending back to you so when i was playing it um it would there would be times where i'd lose a little bit of connection and it would warn me latency is high and that's when i could definitely tell oh it it's going to be running a little bit slow uh from what i put in to what's actually going to happen awesome um so i had some uh, other questions here about like the whole system and how everything ran um so ui and everything like that everything was understandable and readable like you could just zip and zap in in the app and be just fine yeah it was it was actually really smooth in there awesome and then um were there any stores or any like monetization options that you saw like right up front was there like an option like hey buy these games here or like upgrade right away right here stuff like that no it didn't really like notify me of like um when i signed into it this on my work pc um it did immediately pop up the which program do you want to do the free one or the five dollar one um when you do pull it up it will um show you your library of what you recently played Mm -hmm. and then it will show some featured games um and but the best part about that is it tells you where you you would be buying them from so um when i pull it up the feature the first thing featured is fortnite um and under that it says epic games so when you tap to it it actually takes you if you click play it'll take you to your epic uh launcher Mm -hmm. through that through that app so you can purchase or download that game awesome um anything else in terms of the like how it went you know what what else people should know about this if they're getting uh interested in it um and then i have like a little bit of news that i can i can add to the end of this into this conversation here um so the only thing like the key the key takeaway is a it's free a it's mobile or b it's mobile mm-hmm. and <laughs> a a and a uh, <laughs> and and c it's accessible so um as long as you have the, the connection you can actually take it where you need to go um don't look at it as a as something that's going to be instant or like a desktop pc it's not going to be the same performance mm-hmm. so don't think you're going to be getting uh a eight core 2080 super pc uh streaming or playing at 144 hertz and it's going to be point five millisecond response time Mm -hmm. with your screen and your input and stuff like that that's not going to happen but for a mobile standpoint like if especially if you look at it as playing a mobile game Mm -hmm. it's a lot better a lot of better graphics and you're actually playing a full title game 
Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, there's not a lot of games that really have that, uh, you know, console or PC level graphics, except for today's sponsor, Raid Shadow Legend. <laughs> NTNstore.com. <laughs> NTNstore.com. Uh, Coming to the new NTN launcher because we need another one. <laughs> uh, apparently, Raid Shadow Legends does have a PC uh, app now. I am actually going to go I back because don't it, believe it. I'm actually going to go back and I'm going to going to look at Raid Shadow Legends again because a lot of people are talking about it again. Uh, apparently, there's been new updates. I want to check out the PC app anyway. I just keep forgetting to do it. So that's uh, in the future. Um, a little well, bit of news. Let's be honest. You just want to look at all the women in the heels because every single character has heels. Every single female character in that game has heels. You are right. And I pointed that out on Instagram. Guys, I need... I, I am very woke and I need you guys to validate my opinions. I will be your beta male cuck. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, so a little bit of news just surrounding GeForce now. Um, so basically, like right after we got done with um, talking about it on uh, Tuesday, um, is uh, Activision Blizzard pulled all their games from the service. Uh, This is what an NVIDIA rep said. um, Quote, per their request, please be advised Activision Blizzard games will will be removed from the service. While while unfortunate, we hope to work together with Activision Blizzard to re-enable these games uh, and more in the future. Uh, Apparently, this was caused um, just by a misunderstanding between the two companies, which is very weird for huge multi-million dollar multi-billion dollar firms to have a misunderstanding on this level but whatever um basically what happened was that the that was that activision blizzard was going to let nvidia uh, have their games on the service throughout the beta it didn't apply to post-launch so activision's like hey, well, guys, we didn't agree to be on after post-launch. We need to talk about this. And NVIDIA's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Okay, yeah, we'll take it off right away. Um, What's the difference? uh, What's the difference between beta and full release? Like, it's okay to be while you're doing it. But once you go live, live, no siree. Like, okay. Um... Yeah, that's, uh, (laughs) it was so weird to me. Like why that had me scratching my fucking head as to why (laughs) like the, the real difference was, it also just made me scratch my head is like, how do these two multi-million dollar corporations not communicate on that? (laughs) And NVIDIA, uh, pushed modern warfare, like the new modern warfare type a lot like yeah. especially with like the ray tracing aspect like they have a stake in modern warfare so like to think that they're not like tight enough to be like hey can we uh you know use your use your games and streaming system it, it's yeah. kind of funky to me yeah um so that's the that's the news surrounding the activision blizzard thing um anything else related to nvidia geforce now that we want to talk about no no like i said i'm i'm, I'm gonna give it a shot on the laptop um mm-hmm. 
now that I have this, I'm just kind of sitting over here doing nothing. Might as well, you know, see what it's like because I'll hardwire the laptop and try to get an idea about, mm -hmm. you know, whether or not it's even, I mean, I'm assuming it'd be better than mobile, but we'll, we'll see, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see when Activision Blizzard will come back and I'm uh, looking forward to hearing uh, your thoughts and opinions on it on different devices. Um, so uh, just real quick, because I think it's about time for us to take a break. Uh, before we go to break, uh, we did get uh, live here. We did get a, a raid from The Real Dink. Um, appreciate you, The Real Dink. Thank you for the raid. Um, usually don't do these, uh, don't do shout outs like that live, but um, I think it warranted it. Uh, so we're going to run a quick break. We'll be back in two minutes. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys here in just a little bit. All right, and we are back from break. Thank you guys for letting us take that little break. Um, our next story is a fairly interesting one. Um, for and it's, you know, I, I got to get a sound effect, you know, lined up here real quick. It is just the sexiest, sexiest story I think we're ever going to talk about, and that is the IRS looking at gaming currencies. Daddy just the hottest sexiest thing <laughs> but it is important um so i think i will give you guys kind of the lowdown um so let me uh, go over this here so References to Fortnite's V-Bucks and Roblox's Robux have been uh, removed from the United States Internal Revenue Service, aka the IRS, uh, website in a section that details reporting requirements for virtual currencies. Everyone just rub your nipples with me. It's okay. Take cold showers. <laughs> Everything will be good. Uh, the reference was on the website since at least October of 2019, and it in the cached pages on things like you know the Wayback Machine, you can still see it. Uh, this is what it said: "Quote: Virtual currency that has an equivalent value in real currency, or that acts as a substitute for real currency, is referred to as convertible virtual currency. Bitcoin, Ether, Roblox." which is what they actually said was Roblox, um, not Robux. Uh, and V-Bucks are a few examples of a convertible currency. Virtual currencies can be digitally traded between users and can be purchased for or exchanged into US dollars, euros, and other real or virtual currencies. End quote. Can I, can I say it? Go ahead. Okay, boomer. <laughs> whoever, whoever did that, whoever uh, quoted that, or, or whoever was the source for that. Yeah. Okay, boomer. First off, let me just say, a lot of it is uh, inaccurate to a lot of these gaming currencies, but we'll get into that here in a minute. So currently, the uh, page removed all but the Bitcoin reference. According to the IRS chief counsel, Michael Desmond, the inclusion of those two currencies, being Robux and V-Bucks, uh, was a mistake. Um, a representative from Epic... <laughs> said um they firmly believe that v bucks should be exempt from taxation as they cannot be traded between players and cannot be cashed out henceforth they are not convertible <laughs> um i will say it was also mentioned that robux can be cashed out but under specific conditions and all tax information and consequences are shown up front when you cash them out again guys just oh 
I know. Just the hottest conversation we could have. Guys, try no. to keep it in your pants. <laughs> the only thing that I can think of is just some some absolute human version of a weasel <laughs> just sitting here like there's digital money you, you could say how Chuck. can we That's tax the money <laughs> make this money so <laughs> um really the important thing is um here that it's not that the government is actually taxing you for owning v bucks uh, what the important part is here is that they're looking at these currencies and wondering, first off, they're trying to understand them <laughs> in the first place. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the other thing. And the IRS is looking at them as a source of revenue for the uh, government, um, which is something that uh, Jackson Hewitt, chief tax officer Mark Steber or Steber. S-T-E-B-E-R, sorry, Mark, if I min, uh, mispronounced your last name, um, said that this is a sign that the IRS will be putting a greater focus on virtual currencies in the future. He said, quote, more guidance, more rules, more requirements, more oversight and monitoring by the IRS. It's no longer something that's just going to live in the background shadows. There's too much money there, which... No surprise. <laughs> it's not True. it's not as if the gaming industry uh, makes more money than the movie, TV, and music industries put together. And it's not like microtransactions haven't been a big part of that over the last two to three years. <laughs> well, really yeah. it's in the last five to five to seven years probably. The, the biggest thing is they don't want to tax that money they just want to tax the exchange of that money yeah it wants the money yeah which you're, you're you know exchange of that money well first off part of this i mean you almost have to think about like v bucks and some of these other currencies um more like gift cards right these are yeah. like it's which I always find gift cards to be like a funny gift because a uh, gift card is just giving someone money and selling them that they have to spend it at this one location. And that's kind of what this mm -hmm. is. It's like, yeah, no, you're going to, you can uh, take this money, but you have to spend it here and you can't get it back. Um, give, them, give them a gift card, Henry, so that you can't bugs. Yeah. Like, you know, grandma, I love you. I dearly, deeply do from the bottom of my heart. But why did I get a $20 Starbucks gift card? I don't drink Starbucks. And now I've got to go to a Starbucks and spend $20 somehow. <laughs> Just buy one drink. Right. Well, it, oh, man. I need to figure out how to charge exactly $20 on my gift card <laughs> with one drink. Without going a penny over. <laughs> Without going a penny over. That's my next goal. Um, so yeah, a lot of these are, are like gift cards and really if they're going to be taxed, if they're going to be taxed at all, if they're going Imagine. to be taxed at all, they need to be taxed up front because it's a sales purchase. It's not, it's not converting one currency into another. It's a sales purchase. It's mm -hmm. buying a gift card. Um, and so with a lot of these being that, being set up that way, being set up like they're a, um, being set up like they're a gift card the only 
the only developer or the only platform I think might get in any sort of trouble would be Steam. But there's no official way to, excuse me, there's no official way to actually transfer funds out of Steam, out of your Steam wallet. Um, you have to go through third parties. And a lot of that is um, like you set up your, uh, like your Steam, your skins like your CSGO skins and you set or your Dota 2 skins or whatever else or your hats on fucking Team Fortress you set those up on a third part, uh, party marketplace and a lot of times it's like oh yeah no you're just going to get whatever the value is sent to your PayPal account that's how that works so which is a whole other mess for the IRS to try to figure out which I don't have the confidence in them to figure that out uh, no. I mean, they, they, make, about... they make us figure out how much money we owe them. They aren't going to figure this out on their own. <laughs> Here's that's the thing: from, is that that's they know. What I'm saying though, <laughs> they know exactly how much you owe. They just want you to figure that shit out yourself too. <laughs> they like and if you're wrong, like, you go to jail. You get oh, audited. Oh hell yeah! They're like, they're like, they're like, we know exactly how much you're going to be giving us every year. However, we want you to be aware. How much money you're gonna be giving us this year? Okay, just know who owns you. See, and that's my biggest stance. Taxation is theft. Okay, and yellow no one, 2020. No one, no one gets born and and they're like, hey, you want to pay taxes? Like as a toddler? No, you no. You're like you're born. Hey. Guess what happens in 18 years, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. It's not even 18 years, by the way. It's not even <laughs> yeah, 18 it's years. If you work at 16, you're paying taxes. Oh, hell yeah. They're like, <laughs> and you have no choice. And then like, everything that you spend money on is also taxed. Oh, hell yeah. And then. You want that gun, you know kid? the funniest thing? I'll charge you an extra nickel for it. Yeah. The, 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 fuck, the funniest thing that I could ever see is like you pick like let's say you log on to fortnite and you're like i'm gonna buy some v bucks today you pay the sales tax you pay epic you get these v bucks you're all excited you go into the store you pick out the item you want it gives you a sales tax in there <laughs> you've already paid for but you're gonna do it again and it's not gonna be like sales tax like actual money it's gonna be sales tax and v bucks yeah yeah, yeah. epic's gonna send that money to the state <laughs> to pay for that sales tax and that um, would be the funniest thing i would ever see in my life and that would be the time when i'm like yep it's time for a hard reset <laughs> well welcome to the next to nothing libertarian corner next we're going to talk about do we really need driver's licenses <laughs> it's like do we really need roads it's like whether you don't use a green screen you use a green screen or a blue screen we can all agree the best color is yellow <laughs> hell yeah don't tread on me the next to nothing libertarian corner <laughs> next up should the government mandate vaccines <laughs> um okay. so there's a lot i do have to get this out though um your personal preference on politics is your own yeah um to not take ours with with any form of merit or uh, a grain of salt yeah because that is your personal freedom to believe in and think however you want to America. Yeah. Because yeah. while we are out here, you know, tossing out ideals, I mean, we're all just kind of kidding and being lighthearted right now anyways. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. Look, I can make fun of, of libertarian ideals because I lean sort of libertarian. I, I identify with a lot of the ideas and, and, and philosophies. Um, and so I can, I can, I feel like I can make fun of it, uh, to some of the extremes that happen within that, uh, particular political philosophy. Um, but yeah, there's just like a lot of strangeness here. And I think the biggest takeaway isn't that they're going to tax it. And part of it was, I think they, they were just confused thinking that some of this was some sort of like stock withhold or stock, um, holdings, right. That, you know, they talk, they tax stock holdings and you can cash that out. Uh, you know, you can get that back out of the market. Um, but that's not how video game markets work at all. Um, so that's, that's the biggest takeaway is that they are definitely looking at this more and trying to figure out what they can and can't do with it. Um, and you know, at at the, at the end of this, if it gets taxed more, if you get taxed for holding value in these things, which again, I don't think they legally can because it's not a cash out system. Um, you know, it's going to affect your wallet. It's going to affect how much you pay in taxes. It's going to affect, um, the end price because if it gets taxed, it's obviously on you. Epic isn't going to pick up that tab. Um, so that's just one of the, that's the more important part here. Um, just going to be aware of that stuff. Uh, some things I also wanted to mention real quick while we're talking about taxes. First off, don't forget to file. Look, we're in the middle of February. Right now is the perfect time to do it. That way you've, if you know you're paying and if you figure out you're paying in taxes, especially a lot of our full-time streamer friends who, uh, don't pay their taxes or their employer, AKA Twitch, don't pay their taxes for them every, every, uh, paycheck. Um, you know, make sure you do it now. So if you know you owe, or if you find out you owe, you have time to, uh, deal with that accordingly. Um, another thing I wanted to mention real quick is that if, uh, you know, there's a lot of quote free services for tax preparer, uh, you know, uh, you know, Hewitt Jackson, like I mentioned them earlier, uh, tax block, H and R block, whoever else, um, they have all these free services that they kind of sneak charges in on you they are legally required to offer a completely free service, no hidden charges, all your tax returns, all your other like 1099 forms, all the other forms that are required. If you make under $60,000 a year, legally required. The reason a lot of people don't know this is because a, obviously the tax preparing services don't want you to know about it because they want to charge you that extra $25 for state or $50 for this 1099 or blah, 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 blah and they bury it in the SEO results. It is there, you just have to dig for it. Reply All um, by Gimlet Media did an excellent episode. I know we tweeted it out recently. Um, It's called Dark Patterns. Go check it out and, you know, don't let these tax services screw you out of money. Um, When, if you make under, I think it's $60,000 across the country. If you make under $60,000, that is, um, you are, you know, legally available to get that so make sure you look for it don't actually spend you know fifty dollars or seventy five dollars filing your taxes if you're using one of those online services uh that's my my rant on on that and i know for like a lot of our eu or just like our listeners who are not in the united states they're just like you have to actually file your taxes wait what (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a ridiculous part of being an American. You have to sometimes you have to pay to file your taxes so the government doesn't throw you in jail. <laughs> Which I still don't understand, and I, I I'm not gonna get into the whole like whole. Uh, I lost you a little bit there. I said I'm not gonna get into the whole kind of, like morality of taxes, like forcing people to. Um, however, uh, be conscious, get conscious of who's doing your taxes, how you're doing it, and how soon you actually get it done. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you start slipping on it, it starts to completely overbear you. Like, I was yeah. struggling with it for years because of it. So, young and dumb, just get it done. Yeah. Um, I should also mention that if you get a return, if you get a tax return, like if you like every year, if you get like a sizable tax return, that's not necessarily a good thing because that means you've paid over the last year. You've paid more into it than you actually got out of the system. So you want your you want your return um, at the end of the year uh, or when you file your taxes to be as close to zero as possible. You don't want to pay and you don't want to get necessarily a refund because really that refund is just stuff that you could have already had. And that you're just getting a refund. You're, I mean, it's called a refund for a reason. Um, I know we just kind of went into tax talk here, but for like a lot of people who, you know, a lot of college students or a lot of uh, people who are becoming adults, um, that's something that they don't really think about and they don't understand how to file their taxes. Um, I was very uh, lucky and my mother started making me, uh, she actually sat me down when I was 16, 17, uh, when I filed uh, taxes on my part-time jobs or just to see if I had to. Um, and then by 18, I was doing it on my own. Now there's a lot of like those free tax services, they walk you along. Um, and if you have really simple taxes, they're worth it. Um, <clears throat> they're really easy to do. You know, it's like, did you, you know, uh, how much did you make? I made X amount. Did you, do you have any dependents? Yes. No. Do you have this, 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 are you military? Yes, yes, no, yes, no. Um, all that stuff. And it, you know, it was really simple, but it's when you start getting like, w9s and 1099s and um you know more than one w2 you know you're working two part-time jobs or you you know got uh you know left one job and got another that's when your taxes start getting complicated um so that's uh that's a piece of advice from me as someone who was recently who you know is just recently came of age stay on top but of no it taxes on v bucks but no taxes on V-Bucks. V-Bucks don't need to be claimed. <laughs> Viva la V-Bucks. Viva la V-Bucks. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, any other thoughts on on this uh, kind of silly situation? Nah, I, I think it's I think it's a, a good thing that, I mean, they removed it from there, but it was silly that they had put it in there to begin with. Well, I mean, it, yeah, it just showed a lack of understanding. Mm, it was a <laughs> oh, solid boomer move. <laughs> oh wow, a bunch of accountants don't understand <laughs> how this works. Shocker. Paul, <laughs> Paul, come over here. <laughs> What's this internet say about this money that's sitting here that we can't touch? It's got the word bucks in it. It might as well be. It says it's money. <laughs> Gotta tax that shit. <laughs> what I what I just find absolutely hilarious 
is uh, like the cryptocurrency. Like I just kind of think about like, oh yeah, no Bitcoin. Obviously, like Bitcoin's used for money laundering. Of course it is. That was probably one of the reasons it was created. Um, <laughs> that and to buy drugs covertly. Um, but yeah, the IRS, I'm just thinking about the IRS trying to wrap their brains around. So it's like dollars and euros, but there's no country? Wait, who backs this up? Question, <laughs> Question mark? But Is it internet? Inter uh, computer? <laughs> um, In the computer. It's... It, it's money, but on the computer, but is it like in a bank? <laughs> Where is it? Where is Why it? can't I see it? And Why can't I touch it? <laughs> and then there's just like that really old accountant at the IRS, like really fucking old. Like he was, he, he was there when Alexander Hamilton was around and he's just like, is it backed by gold? <laughs> he still thinks we're on like the gold standard. <laughs> and he's like, He's got that little head shake that that old person head shake. <laughs> yeah, like I should have retired twenty years ago. We still in the war? Are the Oscars still made of wood? <laughs> I'm just imagining, yeah, that old that he's just that's the reason all of our taxes come back late is because he's doing it with like an abacus. <laughs> he's and he's like stamping all of the things like tung. There are too many Americans. They have to figure it out themselves. I can't do this anymore. I remember when it was so simple, all I had to do was bake George Washington's fake teeth. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, yeah, nothing else on okay, this we, silly, silly situation. No, we, yeah, we need to stop making fun of old people now. <laughs> Why? They're not right, on this like, like that one old watch, like one old dude watch. He's like, listen, here you sum them up, bitch. How <laughs> dare you? Oh, yeah, Lucid's in here. Yeah, the, I know the IRS understands what cryptocurrency is once they stole it all from Silk Road. And <laughs> um. There's actually, there's, um, just, I'm going to throw out another podcast here. Uh, there's one called the Darknet Diaries, and they did an episode called Oxymonster, which uh, they detailed all the raids on um, the dark web drug dealer websites, uh, which was really, really interesting. That's how I learned competitive bearding is a thing, which uh, Padre, you know, let that thing grow out. If I could stop picking at it when I'm nervous, this thing would be as lush as could be. <laughs> um, is there anything else we want to talk about, guys? No, I, I think that was a. I, I think we covered that as well and as goofily as we possibly could. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, we are uh, for sure like making just a bunch of libertarian fr uh, fans today. Um. <laughs> oh hell yeah, that's. My new thing is now going to be the head <laughs> No, I'm going to I'm going to expect um some like invita invitations to libertarian events now. <laughs> uh tea parties going to be knocking on my door. <laughs> right. I'm actually get the, I'm actually supposed to be running the video production for the libertarian convention um for their uh their presidential debates in March. Oh yeah. Um, I don't even know who's running for the for that candidacy, but that's not this show. That might be a future show. 
<laughs> or that that's not this podcast. Maybe tune in, tune in Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> tune in Thursday for uh, for the politics. Libertarian corner. Power Hour. <laughs> the Libertarian Power Hour with your classical liberal host Danny K. Um, <laughs> these are these are all the reasons why I hate socialism. <laughs> Sorry, we're we're getting very off track, and I'm wearing a lot of shit on my sleeves right now. Um, so that guys, I think that's gonna do it for the show. Uh, Green Elite, what's coming up on your channel? I don't know. <laughs> I've been playing so much Apex. Collected my Destiny two for quite some time. I probably should log on. You're uh, coming. Play. You're kind of coming in uh, in and out a little bit. Can you say that again? Apex good, Destiny good, must play. <laughs> Why well, use many word when few word work? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Apex and Destiny two. Where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me always on Twitch.tv for Mr. Green Elite. That's M R G R E E N E L I T E. I can spell. <laughs> Uh, where else can people find you? God damn it. Uh, we do this every week. <laughs> every time. Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, but Instagram is TTV Mr. Green Elite because some guy, and we're not going to talk about it. So, <laughs> yeah. And you can find me on my Grinder and my Tinder. And and my my Pornhub website, and my my Plexstorm and my Mixer, and no, I'm just kidding. That's, that's it. That's all I got. Okay, uh, Padre, what's coming up on your channel? Uh, well, actually, tomorrow I think I'm going to retry um, the good old not for broadcast, but on a on my new computer instead. And um, after that, I'm actually going to be gone all weekend out to DreamHack Anaheim. I leave out Thursday morning, and I won't be back till like, Monday night. So after tomorrow, I won't be streaming again until probably the podcast next week. Mm -hmm. um, but you can always find me at twitch.tv slash RevSfin. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and now Facebook at RevSfinTV. And uh, I don't have I don't have all those dating sites. I'm scared my wife would catch me, so I'm... Uh... <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just latched down to those. I do have a TikTok, but I don't. What about your MySpace? I, I need to make a new MySpace page. <laughs> I need to make a new one. I'm, I'm going to. You watch. I'll I'll do it. MySpace is still a thing though. Where somehow the servers are still up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Tom doesn't own MySpace. I lost you there. Shit. Tom does not own MySpace anymore. Sold it for a crisp like fifty million dollars. So, yeah. yeah, that is pretty crisp. It's more, it's more of like a music thing now. It's more of a music scene than anything. Yeah, is it uh, is it like pure volume now? I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly have not been on it in like years. Yeah, my old ridiculous pictures. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's still kicking. Last time I checked, but yeah, 
cool. What you um, got, Danny? Let's see. Coming up on my channel, too? probably Apex. I've been thinking about doing some, uh, maybe going into some Minecraft. Like I've been having that itch the last couple days. Um, so that will probably be coming up here soon. Um, I wanted to thank you. Uh, everybody who came uh, to my 12-hour stream, it actually ended up being a 14-hour stream. Uh, we played Apex, Sandstorm, we made cookies, all sorts of other cool shit, all sorts of fun shit. Um, so, yeah, big thank you to everyone who came and made that an awesome stream. That was really, really fun. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's what's coming up on my channel. I can't think of anything else. So, oh, uh, follow me on Twitter at Danny K and follow me on Instagram at Danny K. Uh, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. -E. Um, guys, that's going to do it for uh, the show this week. I want to thank everyone who joined us live on Twitch. There are a lot of things you guys could be doing, and you chose to be here with us, uh, which means a lot to us. Um, Likewise, for audio-only listeners on Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast platforms, uh, and those of you who watch us on uh, the watch the VOD on Twitch and on YouTube, uh, you guys can be doing a lot of time, uh, a lot of things with your time. And there's a lot of other like podcasts out there, so you, it really means a lot to us that you guys uh, take the time to listen and watch us. Uh, if you guys missed any part of the show, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, and everywhere else podcasts are uh, found. I just actually submitted us to Deezer, and we are there as well. So if you're on Deezer, um, D-E-E-Z-E-R, uh, you guys can find us there. Um, if you guys like what we do, uh, there's a couple ways you can help support the show. Um, you guys can follow us all on our individual Twitch channels. Um, you guys can also follow us on all of our uh uh, social media channels um, if you guys like what we do you guys can also do uh, rating and review on the podcast platform of your choice and you can tell your uh, friends about us on social media or even face to face people still do that right um, other than that guys have a wonderful rest of your week we appreciate you guys for being here and we will see you again next week goodbye bye we appreciate you listening to the show. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend about what we do.